Join a Planet Fitness near you from $5 a week plus no locking contract. Enjoy tons of equipment and small group classes. Upgrade to our Black Card membership to bring a friend for free and access our Black Card Spa. Planetfitness.com.au Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Craig Joubert of South Africa gets us underway. Rugby World Cup 2011, the final. And the throw is good. Pass it up to Tony Whitcock. There's the first try of the final. What a move. Stephen Donald striding forward. Yep. Pointing to the posts. Here's his kick. give you goosebumps at home wow i was even getting goosebumps man i watched that game last night can't believe it wow well it's that time of the morning we've been talking about it all morning we've got the one and only we had dc on monday we had Ma on wednesday two very influential players in their own rights but today is the day we get the one and only richie mccaw on and it's 10 years to the day tomorrow rico since that final since that slugfest in auckland against the french good morning my friend how are you Good mate. How are you? Good. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. You obviously heard that in the background. You get a few goosebumps, mate. You, you've been able to reflect. It's ten years. We're old. I know. Hard to believe. Uh, fast times gone, eh? Um, yeah. Every time you hear those, uh, you know, little little passages like that, or see bits on TV, um, sort of you always reflect with uh, you know, a bit of pride and uh, yeah, the memories of what it was like on that day. It was. Uh, yeah, it was pretty tense at times, but uh, pretty cool to uh, come out on the right side of it. I'm not sure you'd be speaking to me right now if we hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we definitely, none of us will be anywhere, we'd have to move to Romania like uh, Wayne Smith said on the, on the email, maybe yeah. we'd have to evacuate. Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. I watched the game last night for the first time, the first time I, I watched the full replay, so I watched it last night and... I was telling, I was talking on the show. I, I got a real understanding of why you were so battered and bruised. I was watching you closely last night, just getting a bit of an understanding of the game, mate. Do you, what are your memories of that game? Can Can you remember much leading up to it during the match? Uh, I, I think one of the one of the tough things uh, uh, that I, I sort of remember is we had a hell of a performance against uh, Wallabies the week before. Like it was, we were yeah. up for that game, and we went and. And maybe the scoreboard didn't really reflect how well we played. And, and no matter, even if it was a World Cup final, you know, to get yourself back to that uh, 
level of readiness. Um, it was a pretty tough week actually, and uh, to do that. But you know, I, I guess the excitement of a, of a World Cup final and all the hype that was around uh, around Auckland and the country yeah. uh, certainly helped that. But um, yeah, so it was it was you know a week where you had to make sure you went through everything to get on the field. I, I guess from a personal point of view, I wasn't able to train, so it was more just <laughs> in the head, you know, being able to make sure we're all right. Um, and then uh, I think in the game, I, I think the reflection was we, we played reasonably well early on in the game. We just didn't perhaps uh, pick up the points we needed, and you know, in, a, in a final when it's all on the line, uh, as the game sort of starts to uh, move on, everyone comes a bit more tense, mm. and they scored, and in one point in it, and in that last 20 minutes is uh, pretty horrific watching, I think. Um, like, I've found it way <laughs> worth watching later than what it was like at Chapman Field. So, uh, but, you know, probably compared to the four years previous where we didn't, we weren't able to handle those, uh, that sort of moment, we were able to get there. Yeah, mate, like, I, watching the game, and I watched it yesterday, I, I watched the hucker. I watched the hucker. What was your initial reaction? I know... We spoke about the French before all week that they're going to bring something different. You know, they try and rattle us. But what was your initial reaction once they, we started doing the huck and you saw the French wearing a different tracksuit going in a flying V? What was going through your yeah. mind through that l- little period? Well, I think uh, I think you're right. The fact we talked about it, it was sort of Wayne expecting mm. to do something. And I, I just remember thinking, oh, yeah. Uh, that's what they decided to do. That's cool. Uh, but the, I always <laughs> say, and you know, I always said the game, Game's not won in that moment. <laughs> the game's won, so whistle goes. Um, and what you do from there. And but but I think just from a psychological point of view, maybe <clears throat> there was a learning from 2007. As you know, I don't know whether it affected us, but you know if it, if it did have any effect, you know at least this time uh, we were like, oh yeah, that's that's what it is. But uh, the whistle wasn't on yet, so uh, now we're waiting to get into it. So I, I, I guess from that point of view, it, but from a, from a spectator watching, I think uh, it certainly made it pretty good theatre. Yeah, it did, it did, it did. It bought fireworks, man. They they played really well. I watched that game last night. They bought uh, some passion like we, we always expected. But the question I get asked, Rico, all the time is is about you. And they're like, how sore was Rico? Like, how, how much and how much pain was he going through throughout that tournament with your foot? And I, I, I look back and I think, look, he, he was one of those guys he just didn't even know. He didn't even know he was going through what he was going through. But for you... What was going through your minds and and your body? How were you able to get up for those big performances and and play how you did? Uh, well, well, I think yeah, I think from the point of view of foot, it was it certainly wasn't uh, wasn't great. Um, but I was I was pretty lucky that it was still uh, you know like it didn't inhibit like if you pulled a muscle or did what the DC did. There's no way you can contemplate playing. Whereas at least I could still function. Um, but it, but it, mm. it took a, a few mental sort of um, uh, energy and, and thought about, you know, making sure I could, first of all, in my head, know that it wasn't going to inhibit how I played. Because I think if it had any influence that I couldn't, you know, that, that I couldn't go and play my best and do what I needed to do, uh, then it was an easy answer. He just didn't play. But I felt I could do that. And then it was a matter of making sure you just, you know, uh, without training too much, get to the... Saturday and, and good frame of mind so that you can go and do what you need to for the team. So um, so it, it does take a bit of energy. I'm not sure you could do it for any other games. Uh, you might have done one off, but to do three in a row, you don't need to be able to do it for a World Cup. And I, I think once the final <laughs> finished, there's no way I had even 
like you know, sort of walk on, let alone play a game. So, um, <laughs> but you know, amazing what adrenaline does, and and you know, when you're sort of pretty uh, pretty determined and and uh, uh, you know want something, you know, amazing what you you can put yourself through. And as I say, it was it was, uh, it was probably the the mental side of the game, what's it going to be like? But when the game sort of got going, you could sort of put it out of your mind. And, and geez, for the last 20 minutes of that final, the last thing I was thinking about, <laughs> I put up the sore foot any day yeah. as long as we got across the line, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, I remember one moment throughout that match, I watched it last night, obviously Cruden, when Cruds went down, he, he grabbed his knee and, and he went down in the 44th minute. And then uh, you went over and tapped him on the head. And then the beaver comes on. The beaver comes on and plays how he played. I thought he played outstanding that second half, mate. But what was going through your mind? Obviously, we lost DC, we lost Slady, then we lost Cruds, and then the beaver was coming on. What, what about you? What was going through your mind? Well, I don't know what was going through my mind, but I, but I think about it. Uh, and I remember thinking about it even you know, when beaver came into the squad. Like Most other countries, if you were bringing your fourth choice, uh, number 10, and you'd probably go... Nice to meet you. Never, you know, first time we've come across you. Whereas, you know, someone like Beaver come in and played a few test matches. Uh, you know, he was well known to all the boys, and he, he knew how we how we went about things. So it was it, it was pretty reassuring in that regard. And I think when he came on the field, uh, his confidence and just he was uh, it looked like he was, he didn't walk out the ultimate. He was like, right, I'm going to own this, and um, and he yeah. did. Uh, like he. He, he looked like he'd been uh, squad all the way through and, and did what he needed to do. And, and uh, people asked me about, you know, uh, you know, when he took the shot at goal, well, I didn't even have to talk about it because he just walked up and said, I have a shot, thanks. And uh, I was like, oh, well, that's, that's good. And, uh, but that's the sort of confidence you, you want from your, uh, your guys doing that. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I watched that. I saw him just walking up, pointing to the sticks. And then I saw Pity looking at me, and I was like, I don't want it, mate. Do you have it? Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, um, uh, so, yeah, look, what, what was uh, yeah. a... No, you go. Sorry. You go. No, no, no. I'm just saying, um, you know, pretty lucky to have a have a guy like that that, you know, come up and uh, spotted it. And, you know, I feel so good for uh, Beaver to have had that opportunity, you know. Um, yeah, hell of, a, mm. hell, of a, hell of a good fella, mate. What what about the moment like we the, the the moment when Ali jumps on you at the end? What was going through your mind uh, after that final whistle? Craig Dubeck, Andy Ellis kicking it out. I remember I jumped on your back too. I was only a young <laughs> fella. I wasn't there in twenty twenty seven, so I, I'd just been a part of the team late. And um, what was going through your mind, mate? Uh, and the first thing was relief. Um, like, you know, it was uh, just thank goodness it's over. Um, uh, and we got there. And, and I think uh, Ali and I uh, in 2007, uh, it was, it was a, we had a hug it for the wrong reasons, going far out, what's gone wrong here? Um, whereas this time it was like, well, we've buried that one. Um, and, and it took a while for the sort of excitement and uh, and the joy of it to, to sink in. So it was just like, man, that's uh, that's taken every every uh, ounce of energy and will and all that sort of stuff to to get across the line. And I think it sort of took, you know, obviously like when the poke was given out, it started to kick in, and you could hear all the the, uh, the excitement of the crowd. But it was, I think it really hit home to me. Uh, probably two times. One was when we got in the hotel and saw our friends and family. 
And then the next day yeah. of that parade, like I, I remember the thought that went through my yeah. mind is, man, that's, this is pretty cool, but I hate to think what would happen if we had no one. It would have been a riot or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I would have evacuated straight away. See ya. <laughs> yeah, but it was, a, it was a pretty cool experience that uh, sort of few, well, yeah, few days afterwards, really, going around the country. Hey, Richie, it's Louis here, mate. Thank you so much for coming on this morning. We've had DC, Martin, Anono, so it's been a good week for Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We're going, we're going, we're going really. Izzy's had to dig into his black book, eh, to pull some favours. Yeah, he's, he's burning all his favours. Oh. Um, so he actually said on Monday that he left, his, <laughs> he left his phone in your car when you dropped him home and you had to turn around on the motorway. How, firstly, how punishing was that? Uh, oh, I know you do these things, don't you? Uh, I, I said, uh, I was actually, Jim, his wife, uh, rang, Daisy rang Jim and said, oh, I uh, left his phone. She said, oh, you better turn around. I said, nah, he'd be right. He'll come pick it up. He doesn't need his phone. But uh, clearly, he, uh, <laughs> nah, nah. More than happy to do that. Good. Yeah, well, you're, yeah, yeah that's, that's right, Rich. Always good for the uh, look after the lads. Hey, just wondering, yeah. upon reflection, because everything you speak about is you were so focused, and Izzy talks about this as well. You guys were so focused during the tournament, kind of one goal, one aim. So upon reflection, does it did it kind of feel like a more of an emotional roller coaster for everything you speak about? DC going down, um, the first five injuries, your foot, um, a couple of lads going out for a big night and stuff. Does it seem like a more emotional, a more Sorry, of an emotional? Does it seem like more of an emotional roller coaster post the facts rather than when you're actually in it? Well, I think when you're in it, um, uh, you're right. You sort of don't know what's coming. and uh, But when you put all those things together, you go, man, there's quite a bit to deal with. But I think I think one of the things, uh, the biggest learnings uh, we had from previous and you know, was that nothing's going to be perfect. Um, you're going to get get some curveballs thrown at you. And, uh, and, and whoever you're playing against, it's not going to care, and the history books ain't going to put a thing to say. Well, you know, they, they had this bad luck. It's about what you how you handle it, and I think you know there were a few things that were chucked up at us. Um, but but I guess what makes you proud um, is that we were able to handle it. And you know, as I said before, not many teams would would handle losing uh, three uh, first fives and still be able to get across the line. Um, you know, and and, and yeah. That, but I think that's the nature of tournaments and sports. Uh, you know, the, the uncertainty that's there, it's, rather than just hoping it's all going to be good, you just sort of expect that it won't be, in, in, uh, and then you just, just deal with what's in front of you. I think that's what we did pretty well. Um, but you're, refle- you're right, you're reflecting on it now, and you go, man, if you knew you were going to get pushed up all that at the time, you'd go, man, it's going to be pretty tough, tough uh, six weeks. Yeah, sorry about that, Rico. Sorry for putting you through that little moment, mate. Uh Everyone asked me what you said in the change room. I couldn't. I couldn't repeat what you said in the in the meeting room. Let's just say I got a bit of a growling. Okay, I got a bit of a growling. Made a mistake. Sorry about that, mate. But I got a great question for you from a from a guy, Dean. His daughter plays rugby. She's ten years old, and uh, he kind of you know emulates. She she emulates yourself. Someone that works really hard. She's not the you know she's she's probably got a big heart. But talent-wise, and I know Steve Hansen has spoken about you and, and not being the most gifted talent-wise, but the way that you've been able to work and extremely hard. Can you give, a, give her some tips of what are the things that you've done off the field to, to get to where you are as becoming one of the greatest? Uh, yeah, I, I think um, that just, just 
just working hard uh, gets you so far, but it's been smart with yeah. it and, 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 and having people give you the right advice. And, uh, and but, but I think perseverance is because it never things are never going to go exactly the way you want. And um, there'll be injuries, yeah. there'll be selections, there'll be all those sort of things that actually put out of your control to actually deal with them. And I, and I think um, perseverance and resilience aren't just something that you can just say it's something you've got to work at and and, mm. and you sort of learn that you get rewards out of doing that and, and there's a lot of hard work that goes with it um so i think that's 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 one thing that um you know people underestimate and you, you see that sometimes with people that are really talented is that uh they're going to mm. come across uh you know bends in the road and stuff sometimes they struggle because it's all sort of happened quite easily uh, to have that perseverance yeah. so you know I think that's that's one thing that if you can learn how to deal with that, you know, you can uh, you can handle those big moments. Because you look at, um, especially the top level sport, is uh, you, you obviously got to be good and, and know what you're doing. But it's actually been able to produce it when it yeah. counts. And I think that's one of the things that uh, really intrigued me as a rugby player as time went on is not so much absolute skills you can have; it's just whether really the skills that you have got you can execute when they count. That that's, that becomes a difference. Um, in those big moments, yeah. and, and which is what we're just talking about. So, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that, mate. You're a big part of helping me through my struggles, and uh, you know, keeping your feet where they are, and, and just doing the basics well. One thing I said to you, I said, mate, what makes you so good? And I remember you saying, Izzy, all I do is the basic fundamentals of the game really well, and the good stuff will come uh, from from doing the basics well. So, nah, great advice from the great man. Hey, Rico, before we let you go, you've had a very successful career, but now you're into the crunch time. You're a father, mate. How are you finding that? Oh, it's going all right. It's going all right. Just, I'm actually down at uh, one of the parks. Uh, Charlotte's on her bike riding around. Uh, keep an eye on her walking around while I'm talking to you. So, uh, no, nah, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool, eh? Um, I don't know about some sleepless nights. The young one, uh, Grace, is just uh, up and down a little bit. But, uh, no, nah, it's a pretty... pretty it's, Pretty cool. It changes your perspective on things a little bit, I think. So, nah, we're taking along yeah. good things, mate. Yeah, nice, mate. Love seeing you being a father, man. Proud of you. I know that's your biggest test. 149 tests for the AVs, but, well, this will be your biggest test. So, congratulations, Rico. Appreciate your time and uh, 10 years today. I look forward to celebrating with you soon, mate. That'll be good, mate. Good to chat.